Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're the word, 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 word association. We heard, 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 heard. The implication deserved, deserved, deserved. The word, 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 word association. We're the word, 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 word association. We heard, 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 heard. The implication deserved, deserved, deserved. The word, 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 word association. That's right. The name's Purgatory, Detective Purgatory. We found someone up here in heaven who's been turned alive, killed for us. If someone's turned alive, they're killed because they were dead. They were an angel and they got turned. That's, that's murder. That's my partner over there. Old White Wings himself. Evening. <laughs> He's a man of few words. But together we are Heaven's Crimes. Well, we're not Heaven's Crimes. We solve Heaven's Crimes. We solve Heaven's Crimes. And putting and putting the team all together every week, he says, "Wings, gun on my desk. Give it up for the big man himself, God." Boys, <laughs> I hate seeing you in my office again, Boss Hog. <laughs> okay, one day we'll write a real script. I tell you what, I I tell you what, right now, I created this world, but I took the eighth day to create you two boys. You're the worst detectives this heaven's ever seen. <laughs> Okay, we're it's, uh, we're well, we're not being rude. I'm well, being rude. I'm being rude because I'm out of refi. Oh, Rob, go ahead. no, no. I think yeah, we'll we'll take a pass at it. But I do like the boss hog turn that God took. I did like that. <laughs> Them Duke boys. I mean, he could do. He could be. He's omnipotent. He can. Yeah. He can. I mean, that's just who he was that Omniscient? day. Omniscient. Yeah, he could be a sh- or omnipotent. All right. Whatever. Whatever. What word? I'm not. Listen, <laughs> it's a word podcast. I don't have to know the words <laughs> I say. He's impotent. He's- yeah. He's omnipotent. He's omnipotent, which is when you're doing yeah, <laughs> in many mm-hmm. directions, yeah. in every direction, really. Can't well, mostly north. Uh, but but I'm being rude. My name is Adar Fai, joined as always by Brett Lyons and Rob White, and we have a guest here with us today, first guest in a while. Mm-hmm. Please welcome to the show our friend Pat. Hey, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you inviting me. Interesting <laughs> to see what this whole entire Ventures all about and uh, participating. <laughs> okay, right. I can't tell if he's being sarcastic. You'll learn over the course of this hour that Pat is, I think, an insanely hard person to read. Mm-hmm. But Pat is, I would say, the first. This is our, well, Pat's a great friend of ours, but uh, if 
going back to our previous guest we've had on the show. Pat is our first non podcaster friend that we've had on the show. Yeah, can't stand podcasts. Have you ever done a podcast, Pat? Uh when you said can't stand podcasts, I would say that's probably a good, accurate description for me. <laughs> However, if I were to uh, get invited and be a host of my own without me having to do anything, I would probably dominate the field. Dominate yeah. the field. All right. <laughs> dominate Perfect. the field. If someone invited you to host your own podcast. And then you didn't have to do anything. Oh, you want to walk on. You want to walk on. <laughs> Just like, Walk isn't that, like, how, like how do podcasts, how did you, I'm curious how this one started. Uh, I never heard of it um, mm, from you guys. You wow. Kind of, um, I don't want to. Interesting um, tact from our mm. guest, our friend mm-hmm. here. Our friend mm-hmm. here says, I've never heard of your podcast. Uh, well, I heard of it like maybe like after I was not included in it, if that makes sense. <laughs> included. But you're you're including it now. That's all right. I'm gonna. Just, I, I have a. <laughs> I have some feelers out to my own little thing. Ah, ba- I mean, based on the baffling logic, now I see why you hate podcasts. <laughs> all right, but I, no, honestly, guys, um, good to be here. Um, looking forward to still seeing what it's about. Yeah, I st- it's very hard. To, it's very hard to tell if you actually are excited to be here. Oh, that's great. Well, let's get on with it. There like, we go. I'll, I'll, I like I'll it. Let you know. I like it. No, wow. I like it. Wow. You just, you just show up and you have no idea the format. Nope. You have no idea of everything. And you think, this is it. This is us getting on with it. I appreciate the momentum. You said you had past guests that were also podcast stars. Like, what did they start off with? I'd be interested in knowing a little bit about oh, that. Oh, zany characters. Uh, somebody did a limerick. Um, no, they don't really start with anything either. Imagine... A young Al Pacino sitting down next to Johnny Carson, and he the applause dies down, and he goes, "Well, let's get on with it." Well, for well, are we fucking here for something or what? Well, first of all, have you ever seen John, Al Pacino on a talk show? No, I guess not. I pr- he probably does do that. Stars like that don't go on. Jack Nicholson's never been on a talk show. You oh. rarely ever seen De Niro on a talk oh. show. One of my favorite I've ever seen. I used to watch Good Morning America a lot, uh, and I by Good Morning America I mean the Today Show. And same thing, Robert De Niro and Morgan Freeman. What was the movie they were in? Bucket List. So they were, they had to be at the Today Show. And it was like 6 a.m. and they were both miserable that they were awake that early. And it was the best interview, one of the best interviews I've ever seen. They had zero energy. Every question made them mad. It was great. <laughs> I think my favorite, Patty, you probably have seen this many times. I think my favorite is Crispin Glover. Where he's clearly he's on David Letterman and he's clearly on oh, shrooms or something. Yeah, and he tries to do like a, a roundhouse kick to David Letterman's head. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, so that if we're I, I I know you all have a background in improv like I do. Like yeah. I would love to see Brett who hasn't said much yet. I know he does a great Michael Strahan impression because you know Rob highlighted the Today Show. Oh, I would yeah. love to do like a Crispin Glover, Michael Strahan. Is that the format of the show? No, Am I on the yeah, right it's now? not. But and also Strahan is Good Morning America. Today's show, yeah, Brett famously does different. a great Matt Lauer. So Matt, uh, Brett, if you want to just go ahead. Yeah. And... Well, I do like a good Regis, like a Regis, Regis and, uh, you know, Regis Fieldman uh, when, when it was Regis and Kathy Lee. That's what I do. Because you didn't go to school. You didn't go to school and you just stayed home. Regis I do a great <laughs> Gelman. Yikes, I didn't know this was just going to be an insult podcast. I mean, you're just coming in and roasted asses here. 
Well, we earned it. Um, well, let's go ahead and let's get into it. it so we can get yeah, over we with better it. better get into it before he's he's like, oh, there's not anything more to this. He's like, I don't understand how a conversation works, so why don't we get into the words today? Uh, so I'm going to go ahead. I, I start off every episode, Pat, and I'm sure you'll have some Freudian way that that's making me an asshole, but <laughs> Patty, the word I'm bringing to the table today is bush. Ooh, it's rough beer. Yeah. It's a real rough beer. It's a very, yeah, bush and bush light. That was always, you'd have that like 30 pack and be like, ah, all right. Yeah. My dad used to only drink Budweiser and then his doctor was like, you should cut back on the beer. And to him, that just meant I'll just start drinking bush. (laughs) (laughs) But he stayed in the Anheuser-Busch family. Yeah. Yes, yes. To him, bush is like uh, grilled chicken breast. Whereas Budweiser's red meat, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not a Bud Heavy, it's not a Bud Heavy, and it's not a Bud Light, but it's a Bush. The reason I picked Bush was because I ran some errands today, and while I was in the car, to my surprise, for the first time in like 22 years, Bush came on the radio. And I remember how much I used to love, I want to say Razorblade Suitcase, is that an album? Uh, I don't want to come oh, back down from Bush. that show. Oh, it wasn't yeah. that. You didn't Bush. just turn on the radio and you heard, not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard Dana Carvey doing Bush. <laughs> yeah, a thousand points of light. Um, okay, yeah, everything Zen is a very pop. I mean, yeah. But I love that we have like three straight '90s references: Regis and Kathy Lee. <laughs> um, the first George W. George Bush uh, impression, <laughs> and then uh, and then the band Bush, which is like yeah. midway through the '90s. So that's all great. Yeah, it's sweet. Sure. Yeah, it's good. Can you name what's a Bush song? I don't. I'm not terribly familiar. Everything Zen. I mean, I just named it. I don't. Oh, I don't know what that. Uh, I don't want to come back down from this. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Glycerine. Yep. The little oh, things that yep. kill. Yep. Glycerine. I know that one too. Okay. So, uh, Gavin Rossdale, who is lead singer of Bush, who used to be married to Gwen Stefani. Gavin, great name. He did a um, uh, for that charity thing I do every year, that 24 hours of improv. I think like five years ago, uh, he. Uh, did a live like performance uh, in li- you know not not at the theater but he did it live on the computer live feed performance and it was him in like his basement studio and I'm not joking he must have had over two thousand candles lit oh wow and they were he was he did, in the crypt. candles were just surrounding him and he sang like three songs maybe they That's sent cool, him so. money for a plane ticket and he's like look I'm not gonna be able to fly there but I will spend <laughs> this on candles yeah, I got a real big <laughs> wax budget. He got a $2,000 gift card for Spirit, and he's like, oh, to summon the ghosts in the crypt? (laughs) Patty, why don't you say what Bush makes you think of, and then I'll fucking tear you apart. (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, (laughs) But you spelled it with a C, so we're going with the beer spelling of Bush. However you want to. However you interpret it, it's okay. It's what we hear. And we know you're going to say something about pubes, but push past that and anything else. Not really, but um, <laughs> my word is. Nope. Hold on. Well, no, whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. We're still we're on there. Bush. We're on oh, we're Bush. We're still on Bush. Hold on, hold on. Let's let him. Let's <laughs> no, let him do this. No, I, I want revenge. No. <laughs> let him just. No. What is? Well, what is? We're just asking. What Bush makes you? What do you think about when yeah, you hear and that I, word? Yeah, and I and I glossed over answering that because obviously it's going to be the dirtiest fucking thing you've ever heard. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be though. You heard we. You did you hear the nine hundred things we talked about, and there's not one thing that made you think you could still go back to George Bush or 
No, it's been it's been done. I'm moving on to my okay. work. <laughs> no. Patty, surely you've crouched in someone's bushes before. Yeah. Uh, I loved uh, Three Amigos when they have to go talk oh, to the burning bush. Yeah. And it's just singing like these ridiculous songs. You know who co-wrote the movie and voiced the bush? Randy Newman. Uh, Randy Newman. Yep. Yeah. And can I just throw out another movie you guys probably haven't seen? Uh-oh. Holy Moses? What the fuck? Okay. What the fuck? Charlton right. Heston? Dudley Moore. But it it's great. There is a burning bush thing because he plays a guy who is just one step behind Moses, but thinks he's Moses because he just happens. He like overhears the burning bush, but thinks the burning uh, bush is talking to him. The scene oh, part, that's a and funny concept. It's a that's really, actually... it's a good movie, but he, so he's always like one step behind Moses in all of the stuff, like the parting of reds, all that stuff. It's, wow. it's pretty good. But he's not leading people. He's just like in the back of the group. Oh, it's so, it's so fuzzy. I don't remember. I remember there was a thing where if you look back, you turn to stone. Uh, but yeah, that part's fuzzy. But I do, the burning bush part stuck out to me. So isn't that basically the premise to Beverly Hills Ninja? Where Chris Farley thinks he's good at martial arts, but is very, very similar. Older That's brother very, very is similar. defeating all the bad guys yeah. ahead of him. Yes. It's, yes. A, it's a regular plot device, I guess. The you know, misunderstanding. Have you all seen the clip where he like tries to drink out of the water fountain and his mustache falls, stays on the water fountain when he's supposed to be like faking some, being somebody? It's one of the funniest clips I've ever seen. Is this a Dudley Moore? And who's he? Oh, sorry. Chris Farley from Beverly Hills. Oh. <laughs> 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 was it on purpose i mean i guess i can you want me to describe it the best i know how or do you just want to you can just answer my question well yeah was, but it was like was it was part it a of the bit was it was falling off or was it a blooper? yeah so yeah. he's like tr he's like in a warehouse and he's trying to like infrally infiltrate these like i don't want to say asians but like the company's owned the guy he's interacting with is asian mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with anything but he's wearing a mustache to trick this guy and okay. he stops while they're walking through the warehouse to take a sip of water out of the water fountain and his, mush oh. and his mustache stays on the water fountain and he has to go back and, <laughs> and deal with this guy. Just a guy, right? Yeah. I think it was uh, they stole like uh, bonds, like bond pressing plates. Is and that that's what he was trying to get back. Beverly Hills Cop 3? <laughs> No, that it was they, that was they had a money press. No, they I believe also in Beverly Hills Ninja. It, they it's the same thing. Yeah, Adel, these are ninjas he's dealing with. Hmm. Okay, Beverly Hills Ninjas. Axel Foley, I'm sure he's fought a ninja. Beverly Hills Ninjas, that is. But I'm, Patty, so, <laughs> I'm but honestly, I'm sorry. I jumped to my word. I really didn't have another Bush reference I could ever. I was like. When I when you all were talking and Rob was telling his story about Dudley Moore, I could not think of one more Bush thing besides what we already discussed, like before that. So I'm well, sorry, we're Adel, but thanks no. for your word and all that. Dudley no, Moore's a showstopper, so it's not your fault. Now I know how you'll act at a spelling bee. <laughs> combative. <laughs> your word is combative. Your word okay. is combative. I don't. I don't know how to spell it. I'll just do another word. My uh, word Rob. is fluid. R O C K. Yeah. <laughs> I got bored during your word. <laughs> yeah, I heard your word and I got bored during it, so I just figured I'd spell my own word. Wait, what's Bush Gardens? Is that with animals? Uh, it is a roller coaster with animals. Oh, hold on. Yeah, you ride no. with a giraffe. You... <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, decapitated it's daily. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it's it's like a it's like a, a aquarium uh, theme park, like in one. Mm. 
I believe they had a Shamu or they had a killer whale there at some point. I don't remember which one. Wow. And how he got his revenge on the people mm-hmm. who held him captive, but I don't think they have it anymore. So, okay. Brett, I have it was to in ask. San Diego. I have to ask. So, for me, a lot of times, instead of vampire, I'll just say Dracula because it's easier, it's more fun. When you see a killer whale, do you just do you just call them shamus? They they used to have a shamu or two. I mean, it's like if that or Tilikum. Tilikum, what's that? He was the the whale in Blackfish. Uh, it's a. Uh, I believe he meant it's like a. I'm a nice guy. Tilikum. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. Okay. All right. No. Okay. All right. You've never seen. Have you? That's not, a sperm whale. Feels, have you not no. seen? Bla- have you not seen Blackfish? Yes. Yeah. That's. So where Tilikum they... was the whale who killed the trainer. Who they were like, oh shit! Wow, Pat, I mean, I feel like it was pretty well known. Rob, Patty, do you know about Tilikum? Harambe, I know a ton about. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was that's that's it's a zoo and that's a gorilla. I mean, and, and honestly, Harambe word. was absolutely framed. I tell me, if we're going, if we're doing heaven cops, Harambe is the first person I'm talking to because I want to know how he felt about that whole situation. Uh, Patty, what is your, when you were growing up, you famously, Patty, we don't want to, we don't want to give too much information about you, but let's just say you grew, you grew up near the yard when you were growing up, Patty. You parked the car in Harvard Yard. What was your, did you have like a favorite movie or a movie you quoted all the time? What's it, what's a young Patty's favorite movie? I would say one, not that I know any quotes from it, but I really liked that movie Little Monsters with Howie Mandel. Oh, with oh, we affirmations. Yes. We literally just talked one. about okay, that. Okay, let's move uh, on then. Let's just move on no, no, and no. Just forget no. about no, it. No, 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 no. I said it. Because we, 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 uh, we all, Rob thought it was a movie that possibly no one had heard of. And I mm-hmm. disagreed. I had heard it for sure because we were talking about how they call uh, a bra an over-the-shoulder boulder holder in that, in that movie with Fred Savage. Yeah, I don't know that quote, but uh, <laughs> I do like the, I Well, do. I mean, I mean, I walked right into it. You said it was your favorite movie, but you don't know any quotes from it, so that's my fault. But yeah, somehow that stuck out to me. Um, just, it was kind of weird, and it, like, Brett, I think you know that I famously have never seen, like, any Star Wars or any trilogies of anything. Mm-hmm. I'm more into, Well, like, you've seen The Godfather. Just in the last year, I've watched The Godfather trilogy. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, but never seen like... But it's funny, you have a lot of movie posters in your house. That's right, but they're not part of any type of like franchise. They're all kind of one-offs. Like uh, Okay, all right. I all can right. respect well, that, makes... that, just in and out. You don't need to stick around for a whole yeah, I've thing. Yeah, I've never seen... Can you, fill me, can you fill me in on Top Gun and what they're all about? Or should Oh, I... absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah I, th- I think we do that. So Top Gun is about a young man uh, who rides a motorcycle... Um, and he's hot shot. His dad died, and he gets in a plane. And he's well, but no, now you're talking about hot shots, which is very similar to. Uh, well, I, I think Top I know Gun, why, it's, but it's the I think I can tell it. you why it's very similar. <laughs> but Pat's never seen it because there is a. It's about a young man and an old man, and they go back in time. Oh, you, adult! It's not Back to the Future. They're describing Rick and Morty. Yeah, I think I know why you think I'm describing Rick and Morty. Well, first of all, I've seen Hot Shots like a dozen times. Yeah, that's a oh. good. That was my. Oh, it's a well, good movie. But you have you seen Hot Shots Part Dua? Of course, like a dozen times. But I've okay, never well, seen. Just kind of you just say kills Dua? your argument that you don't see any movies that are. Well, I've I've seen this. Franchise. I've seen the spoofs of movies. I've seen Loaded Weapon, but I've never seen Lethal Weapon. <laughs> What's the Val Kilmer? Real, no, not really. uh, Top, Top Secret. Secret. Yeah. Top Secret. Now, mm-hmm. Pat, wouldn't you think that if you had seen the original movie, maybe the spoof would be more funny? I'm not really worried about it. 
I really <laughs> love that you have not seen the movies that of the spoof that you're watching. Patty, this is very similar to when I was a kid. I listened, Weird Al was one of the first musicians I ever heard. And then I would hear like, I heard like a surgeon a hundred times ad nauseum. And then I heard like the vir- <laughs> like a virgin. And I remember talking to my mom and being like, what is this? And she's like, this is what he's making fun of. And I'm like, she's ripping him off. Did you see, Pat, I have to know, did you see the the spoof of The Godfather with Jay Moore and uh, Jack- Leslie Nielsen, of course, Mafia? Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's amazing! Uh, I mean, it would make yeah. so the jokes would be so much better. But what's the one with where Dracula dead and loving? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's also or Leslie Shamu, Nielsen, right? Yeah, or Shamu yeah, dead Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen, the king of. I mean, he was a Juilliard or Shakespearean train. Did you see the the Sea World the Sea World spoof? It was uh, Till I Nut. <laughs> Have you seen that one? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I want to go back quickly, Adam, because I, I was just thinking about this the other day. When I, I was a kid, I bought a Spinal Tap tape. like a, They released songs, and I didn't know about the movie. So I oh, thought shit. it was a real band. Yeah. There was a song called Bitch School that I used to <laughs> listen to. And I had, and it, like years later, I was like, oh my God, this was a comedy thing. I thought That's it was amazing. a real band. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Well, that checks out. That mm-hmm. checks out with your musical taste. Mm-hmm. Well, because you probably watched, I want to say, like, Alone on the Roof, which is probably, like, John Denver and <laughs> Kathy Ireland in a 1987 drama about bonfires getting out of control. Sure. Have you guys ever tried to trim a bush? Not you on your body, I mean, like, in a yard landscaping. Manscaping. Yeah, I've done it before. Yeah, I've had to. It's kind of intimidating to try to, like, well, it's hard make because it look it, you, good. It, yeah, to, do, to do, like, a shape is very hard. Yeah, I'm not Edward Scissorhandsing it. I'm just trying to... I beg to differ. Happy Gilmore accomplished that feat no less than 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I was a... Um, I worked at a golf course and did the lawn service at a golf course for many summers. I ran the weed whacker, put a lawnmower into a pond. <laughs> Wait, uh, I, hold on. You're saying that like it's a, it's part of the job description. Yeah, it sounds like a task. Yeah. Is, the, is the lawnmower wet? I'm on it. I'm on it. Also, the, you ran the weed whacker. It's like you put it through training. Yeah, what? Tell us the story behind the lawnmower ending up. Run that weed yeah, how did day? the lawnmower get into the pond? All right. First of all, you need to know how my day starts. Five, it's, a, <laughs> it's a five a.m. job because we need to be ahead of the tea time people yeah. who are starting like early seven. Foursome, yeah. So first of all, we have to start on the first hole and run and run the rake through the sand traps. So you need mm-hmm. to get that done from like five to eight. You need to go all the hours hours every raking. Patty Every, thinks we're doing the fucking dream tonight. No, I like it. Keep going. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, we're only we only got through one word and we're twenty five <laughs> minutes in. I don't know how long the show is. But, <laughs> well, you're you're just get to the lawnmower in the lake and then we can. All go right. So fast. once I get through five to eight, my, first of all, the day ends at one. Okay. So you want what you want to do is drag the lo- the raking part out for that first three or four hours. Lunch is at ten, um, and then in the afternoon you need to mow and weed whack around all the ball wash like little stations and around the ponds and one time i was i think it was i was on the back nine and i instead of doing a weed whack around the pond i said oh let's get this done quick with a push mower which i had in the back of my like trailer and then the ground collapsed as i was pushing up and down the ground collapsed (laughs) beneath me and the whole mower went in smoke came out the water ruins the mower oh incredible (laughs) I think that boy is trying to mow the lake. (laughs) (laughs) 
Did you get in trouble? As much as you can, like, fault someone for that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. 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 I didn't. I didn't get fired. It's a. Su- I guess it's a summer job. So like. Right. Their process to hire someone new to replace the guy who did that, and the new person can just do it like that guy did. Not worth it. A lawnmower costs like two hundred fifty bucks, as you probably all know. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Wow. Uh, well, since we've been shamed, Brett, why don't you go ahead and go with your word? <laughs> well, you know what's funny? It's very funny. And uh, I, I stopped you in your synopsis of Top Gun because just by the absolute happenstance, my word today is Iceman. Ooh. Oh, I thought you were going to say Maverick. I thought you was no. going to say Maverick, too. It's Iceman. And I did look it up. It is one word. I mean, back in the day, it what's was the definition a of man the who, who delivers, delivers ice? ice. Oh, okay. Fair. Yeah, fuck me, fuck me. Yeah, or I think, or I think it was also like someone who works under pressure. Nice man. Oh, yeah, chill, calm. And I, it made me think of that because I, in the house I grew up in, we did at the back door have an ice box, and it wasn't during my time, but when my parents were younger and were in that house, and the people obviously before that, there was an ice man who came and delivered obviously the huge chunk of ice into that. Like refrigerator box that was like on the front step. I'll hand it to him. Cool fucking nickname. <laughs> Great nickname. Yeah. And I didn't uh, wasn't trying to do a, a pun there. Um, cool hand Luke. Uh, yeah, uh, cold has always been associated with being calm under pressure. Oh yeah. Val Kilmer's jaw snap. Maybe the best part of the movie, besides of course the beach volleyball scene. I think we sure. 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 I didn't know that they delivered it. I didn't know they delivered it in a box. I thought they just put it in the fridge. That's I didn't even well, know. Well, there was like the a ice fridge box. box. It was like right. a box yeah, in the no, fridge. I had no idea that was a thing. those cool. huge like ice tongs, and he'd take mm-hmm. it off the truck and put it in there. And then apparently you went out there then with an ice. That's what you did. You went out there with the ice pick, mm-hmm. and you like pick that huge block of ice into a bucket, and then you brought it to your house. Do you think there were neighborhood pranksters who peed inside <laughs> people's ice boxes? Absolutely. Gotta be, right? Absolutely. If not, If not, just wild animals. Now, uh, for listeners who can't see, Patty has pulled up a notebook with some sort of, I don't know if he has notes or his one page is his word. Down. I think he's writing down things he hears. Once we get to the second word, now I get what the show format is, where you okay, all come great. up with a word and then we all say uh-huh. what that makes us kind of think of. I didn't, I know. We word associated. Yes. I, was, I described it to you eight yes. to 10 times. Yes, you did. <laughs> and I did not pay attention. <laughs> But now did that you I just write down other words you heard today wait, and just thought you're going to free wait, associate wait. them. Uh, uh, What's on? Go for it. Okay. What you have on your notebook. Okay. So I wrote down th- once Brett said Iceman, I wrote down three things Iceman reminded me of. Am I on the right? Great. I'm on the right Great. track. I know I'm on the right track. Yeah. So do you oh, remember yeah. that early Simpsons episode where there's like an expedition team going to like Antarctica and like, that's how they were saying we get ice to like buy ice at a convenience store. They're saying we got to find a better way to get ice. Yes, it takes like forever. Several people die. It's there's like a, a what do you call the Iditarod the yeah. dog sled with huskies and everything, and it's like this whole ordeal, and it all ends with him delivering one bag of ice, like a pound of ice to a poo. It's very funny. Yes, <laughs> agreed. So the next one I thought of, <laughs> huh, was do you know in the nineteenth before air conditioners that you should just have like a big block of ice like outside your window and like a little fan like blowing no. that ice like into. I did not know that. That's, Oh, I'm sorry. You said, do you remember? You're saying, did we know? No. I said, do you remember? I said, I said, do you remember? That must have been 1800s. We surely, none of us were alive for that. That would imply that we were alive when that <laughs> happened. How long can that last on a summer day? 
are you married to Louisa May Alcott? Like, what? Uh, when were you born, Fatty? Yeah, did you? No, I'm not saying house on the prairie. I'm just all I said was I said. Do you remember? I said it wrong, of course, and you corrected me. But I'm I'm I I said. (laughs) Do you remember? Uh, Not, and I was wrong. Okay, and then the third one. Do you know what a (laughs) Do you know what a Paul Newman ice bath is? Is this is this like a sex act? Is this like a rusty trombone? So is it when you fill a tub up with Newman's own Thousand Island dressing and get (laughs) into it? Hard boiled eggs. Till I almond nut. Paul Newman, I guess, was like a notorious like kind of drink all night and then go to and then get up and go to work with like a one hour sleep type of deal. And I guess you just like fill up a sink with like a bag of ice, pour the hot water, and you just dunk your face in it for like forty five seconds, and then you're like kind of refreshed for the day. The like blood vessels like kind of expand in your face. You're not looking that like hungover look. Wow. And then you just get on on with your day. So you know Paul Newman are rough and sure what, what's the what's tumble? the phrase rough and tumble yeah oh that's my that was uh, crossing that off my as my word cool hand luke speaking of cool that's hand. i mean that's that is that's like a uh, early version of a cold plunge my brother does it right now because they a lot of people say there's like a there's something in your neck there they said there's like something in your neck or something weird where that's what's affected by the cold plunge so if you just get your like whole face in there like to this point in your neck Mm-hmm. That kind of gives the exact same, exact same rush you'd feel, similar to like, but without having to make a huge ice bath. Hmm. Yeah, and I think you. Mm. Just, I think for him, you just sober up like immediately, and right. like, like you yeah. said, your, your blood vessels do whatever they need to do to like make you look puffiness. Probably goes down. I did that three weeks ago, and uh, I did feel amazing after. That. I was hungover as shit, and I did it, and I felt great. Patty, I don't know if you've seen this trilogy. I remember watching Back to the Future 3 multiple times, actually. And there's a part where Doc Brown is too drunk to do anything. And Marty McFly takes him into a bar and he's like, he, he can't do anything. He's too drunk. And the bartender goes, let me make him a, I forget the name of it. it also, the guy, there's a guy in it who's in every Western who talks like that. Didn't you say, I think it's called, a, I think you just said a rusty, didn't you say to say rusty trombone? I think that's what it was called. I don't think I'm a rusty trombone. But the bartender <laughs> puts a bunch of stuff in a glass. And he's like, this is my own special concoction. And he puts a bunch of stuff in this glass. Doc Brown drinks it, immediately sobers up and like screams and runs around and then collapse. He collapses and the bartender's like, give him five minutes and he'll be right as rain. I remember, I was probably 12 when I saw that. I remember going home and being like, here we go. Opening the fridge and taking like 10 different liquids and pouring them into a glass and drinking it and then like vomiting into the sink. Oh no. (laughs) But it just seemed, I was like, that's fun. I never thought about, it was like my first suicide where I was like, let me put one of every liquid in here, and it was fucking nauseous. Was nauseating. that guy's name Amarillo Slim, who was that actor who was in all that stuff? Maybe. That sounds right. <sighs> yeah, I can't remember. Mm. But well, he's think, like uh, the voice of the West, yeah. Patty, please. I actually saw this in a Paul New movie, now that I've already brought him up, but like, there's this movie called The Verdict in the early 80s, where he plays like a Boston lawyer who's an alcoholic, and like he is, before he goes to work, he's at the bar, maybe from the night before, but like has like a 16 ounce draft beer and just, and there's eggs on the bar. There's cartons of eggs on the bar and he cracks an eggs, puts in the beer and just chugs the beer. And I think that was a Ugh. thing in like the 60s, Ugh. 70s and 80s where you would just like hair of the What's dog. With Paul Newman and eggs. You need a beer, but you also want a raw egg. Yeah. Ugh. I know. Like alcoholic Rocky. Jeez Louise. <laughs> That's gross, dude. <laughs> on the Rockies. On the, on, on the Rockies. <laughs> on the Rockies, good. 
And speaking of Dudley Moore, Arthur too on the rocks. Yeah. And we already, I mean, and honestly, we already know that 1.2 million chickens are killed every minute. So, Ooh. I mean, where are the egg, where are the, how many eggs are okay. in that scenario too? We're, we're going to do this and then we're going to break. I think we, I think we have to do this. Okay. <laughs> right. Patty, Brett brought to our attention a video today or last night. I can't remember. Um, of the uh, top, I don't know how many it is. We'll say top 20 animals that humans eat every year. Can you guess what are the top animals that in the entire globe, in, in, the, in the entire earth, what animals are most consumed and at what quantity or volume per year? You want to take a guess? And this is, the, okay, I have a good answer for this because if you, I know there's a big populations in like Indonesia and India. So I'm thinking like mm -hmm. in the top five is a goat. Okay, this is a little video, so it's gonna be hard to. Uh, I can, yeah. I, a I, I, uh, I, lamb is five hundred million, and that, yes, yes, I can. I don't think goat is on here. I think lamb goat is. is I, I, wasn't it? Yeah, I think lamb and goat. But I, I think I think I'll give you the benefit of the. I don't think goat's on here. I think lamb is. Is sheep? Uh, is sheep else, included Pat? with that? Is sheep in, um, mixed in with that? I think sheep and lamb. I think lamb and sheep. Patty, I'll give you a hint. Number one with a bullet is chicken. Seventy-five billion chickens are eaten globally every year. Every year. And here's the stat that upset all three of us. A hundred million sharks are eaten globally per year. A hundred million. And I didn't even know there were that many sharks. No, there shouldn't be. To begin with. I, I was shocked. You know what number you know what when I was shocked on? Don't hmm. say it. Don't say Two it. Two billion octopus. That's a lot too. Well, a lot of calamari going around. Is that know, squid? But that seems so many like for all we know, octopuses are smart octopi for all we know we definitely know do we know yeah, what so that's what i'm saying is it's just i don't know like because some okay so hear me out here i see I, sometimes i watch deadliest catch or other fishing shows and they throw baskets in the water and all these shrimp and all these fish come out together because they travel in schools yeah. but like i feel like octopuses they don't travel together so where do you find are they farmed, do you think, and they just make them? I don't know. Like, where are you finding two billion octopus in the th water, in the what ocean? What they do, they set up, um, I think it's on the coast of uh, Jakarta, but they set up these soccer balls, and it's there's two soccer balls, and there's, different, pick, there's two different teams, the and there's a sign that says, like, it's a guy shrugging, and it says, who going to win? Uh, I don't know. I don't know who going to win. Uh, the octopi can't help themselves. They swarm. It's almost like cicadas. They swarm. To yeah, that coast. They got to pick it. They got to pick it. They fall into <laughs> a trap. Balls dosed. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, anyway, uh, how, why can't we get shark? Why? I, I'm, I'm very puzzled by why so many people are eating shark and I've never seen it on a, anywhere. I love it. Can you buy it here? I don't think I so. I think you can buy shark steak. Can you not? Hot dogs used to serve shark hot dogs. I had one. I think it's one of those things where I know there's definitely things that you can't get here like i don't i don't think you can get horse here obviously and right i don't think you can get canada yeah i mean but what i'm saying is i think there's just a lot of things while they're fine culture culturally culture culturally yeah. culturally yeah. we just you just don't it's just not a thing here i don't culturally i don't really care what anyone else does around the world that's how you grow up it's fine i don't really mind it but yeah there's just things in the united states that like we just think are faux pas you won't you can't do it brad didn't you just start eating like spicy food when you were like 34 years old? <laughs> Your take on cuisine is like <laughs> a lot of ketchup before that. 
Honestly, be real. Like, I know I know a bunch about you. We're buddies, so I like. I understand that, but that I mean, what is that? What is that? Like you, that you're you're saying like you're talking like oh this cuisine and like how we you eat how, like a fish sandwich and fries like four times a week. That's funny. like. <laughs> Yeah, and you don't cook either. You go to the bar next door to your place, and that's where you get your food from. So you, wow. we can we can go back and forth. I'm not I'm not really concerned with it. It's okay. We only we this man makes me think. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have three now, Rob, uh, and then we get to Rob adults free. This thing's a four hour fucking ordeal. No, <laughs> but it doesn't have to. Be, I'll, I'll be okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Three things, but I know we're actually pretty right up on a break. Yeah, um, why don't we take our first of four breaks? We'll be right back with more <laughs> The Word Association. And we're back, and we couldn't we couldn't be more thrilled to have Pat here. Wow. Truly, Pat, thank you so much for being here. This has been so fun. Oh, I get what you're doing. You're doing me as a sarcastic guy. <laughs> I can't help how I deliver my words. I am truly kind of genuine, but it comes off as very like sarcastic. Like, that's your charm. That's your yeah, charm. That's fine. Uh, Rob, why don't we uh, why don't we jump back into uh, our podcast theme and. Uh, Pat, get your pen and paper ready. Yeah, get your, and, yep. uh Rob, let's hear your word. All right, I have a word, and yep, Pat, we're going we're to need three things. Uh, my word is patch. Mm, Ooh, Adams, patch. of course, pumpkin. Uh, got to go. Carrot. Yeah, patch Adams does come up. Right? Yeah, we got eye patch. You got your, like a patch for your clothes. You can the elbow patch, professors. The thing I think about most is whenever I had to move out of apartments. And I always was concerned that, like, oh, if I take this TV mount off the wall, oh, I don't want to have to pay my security deposit. So I would go to Home Depot or order on Amazon and buy like a drywall patch kit, mm-hmm. and just <laughs> not doing a good job patching it over, but just being like, well, there's not a hole in the wall, so you really can't charge me. Oh, they can, and they will, and they have. And then I found out later on, it's just I just move and I just leave the TV mount on the wall. I take the TV and I just say. Farewell to that sixty dollar mountain. Just go on my way. <laughs> and usually, and I've never lost a security deposit, so it's worked out. Patch makes me think of. It, I it was way too late in my life that I understood fully what a stitch in time saves nine means. <laughs> I don't know what that. I, I, I still don't, don't know. What I that don't, means. still don't know what it means. <laughs> Welcome to my world, boys. Welcome to twenty nine year old Adel. <laughs> so I would always hear it and be like, "Oh, this is like." 
I don't know what this is. This is like a Roman phrase that nobody knows what it means. <laughs> right. But then I eventually was like, oh, it means if you tend to something early, you're saving yourself the trouble of really tending to it later. Oh. So like oh. fixing a flat tire immediately, a- a.k.a. a stitch in time, saves you from like fucking up your the alignment of your entire okay. car, All right, that which would be that, the nine. That checks right? out. One stitch versus nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cut measure once, cut twice. No, that's different. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> no, not, nope. I, mean, it's, I mean, it's got numbers similar in, it. in that they're both sayings. You, you said it with confidence. But. <laughs> yeah, they got numbers in them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, you say anything with confidence? Oh, it takes two to tangle. Of course, yes. Yeah, of course. I think that's like a, a Lilo and Stitch in time <laughs> is worth. That'd be a cool mashup of movies. I don't think I've, I would. Ne- I, yeah, patching a tire always makes me nervous. I've had that done. Where I'm like, I, should I just get a new one? They're like, we'll just patch it. I'm like that works. This is a he- cars are heavy. It's like there was a nail. Yeah, yeah there was a nail in yeah. my tire. I, uh, Gemma and I need a new car so bad. But I am. How bad do you need it? Thank you so much. That's what I was going for. I am utterly horrified. And actually, uh, a re- previous guest and friend of the show, JPC offered to come with me to a dealership because I mm-hmm. cannot, I feel yeah. like they'll be like, well, of course we're going to give you this package and upgrade you. And I'll be like, yeah, I guess so. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you? So I feel like I'm going to get absolutely reamed. Like I'm every car dealership's wet dream. Yeah. Pat, you have a question? Yeah. Um. Oh, wait. He's checking his nose. No, I can't hear myself in my headphones anymore, but you all can hear me. Uh, okay. Yeah, we can sorry, hear you. Yeah. sorry to fuck this up. But did you turn no, down your Did you turn down your monitor? I haven't touched a thing, but oh really? I, oh, I just weird. can't hear myself in my headphones anymore. But anyway, I can hear you. But all. you can hear us. Doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, let's move on. But me and Rob, you, you brought t- it up, man. <laughs> on the on the way to your bachelor party, Adol, me and mm-hmm. Rob had the idea to tag team a car salesman yeah. and like, hey, who's going to turn down someone selling two cars at once? Yeah. So we're that like, was, we came up with that on that nine hour drive to Tennessee. <laughs> we were like, yeah, because we're like, you got to offer us a deal. We're giving you two sales, right? Yeah. Who would ever turn that down? So we would, we, no. would, we would each get like probably 75 or 25% off because, no. yes, because he's going to sell two. No, I, I, I'm going to say this and as much as might I work. hate it. I think it a hundred percent. I think if you went in, okay. First of all, remembers in Ocean's Eleven, Bernie Mac goes in there and he gets all those, all those conversion vans, uh, all at a cheaper price because he's buying in bulk. I think a hundred percent. If you went in and you were like, "Hey, we're looking for two cars today," right? You're getting, you're gonna get a better deal than just one guy coming in. Right. I think you two have this idea of like Bruce Willis and Breakfast of Champions, like car salesmen. They probably sell uh, 20, 20 cars a month. cars a day. 20 a no. month. 20 a month. 20 What's, a month. 20 and Pritzer, and Pritzer's a billionaire. He's a, he's a BMW car dealership he's owner. The, he's the a dealership owner. Dealers, they sell yeah, but I'm telling loads. you, you go to the bottom of the, you go to the lower down guys. Most of those guys, in a, in, especially if you go during like a dry time, where like, you know, no, one's buy car, no one buys cars in like- They're pushing lemons. June or something like that. And it's like, if you're walking, you go, look- we really need two cars today. That guy is going to roll out the red carpet for you. You think you're both going to get 25% off because you're well, both buying? I think that's insane. I don't think it is. Pat, I got a new wrinkle. We walk in and they're like, can we help you? We're like, oh, you know what? We were here the other week. We were talking. Who is the new guy? Try to get the there new guy. Go. Hungry for there sales. 
and they're like me oh shit <laughs> he's he's like i'm the new guy and then we all and then all, all you have to do is just try to shake everyone's hand and try to dislocate their wrist like bernie mac and ocean's 11 when he shakes <laughs> when he shakes their hand in that scene yeah correct correct that's all you gotta do you gotta put a little force on them um speaking of cars and getting away with something pat how would you rob a bank um digitally <laughs> the perfect the perfect crime with your fingers um i've just i've just seen i just seen it's too much risk to do it face to face anything these days you think it's more i mean i mean you do it digitally they have you within like four minutes because you're like oh his ip address is here yeah but if i did it face to face i walk out of the place with whatever i got and there's like 11 cop cars with guns pointed at me i'd rather have them like knock on my door and be caught then could you, did you like, live near did you live near where the guys did the bank robberies in the movie the town in southie charlestown no um, i probably grew up 50 minutes from there but the and i actually i did spend a summer there but no it's not it's not like the movies make it yeah it's not that cool it's not as cool as the movies make. oh okay it. could you imagine how hard your heart would be beating when you were like waiting in line to be next at the teller to be that like, would be to rob a bank i would be beyond nervous you would not be yeah. calling me ice man you'd be calling me water man <laughs> or gas man would i go oh, all the way man. i might yeah. be gas man in that situation <laughs> one of the original x-men it's i think it's crazy for the people who like walk in the bank and they wait in line like a lot of times people go in and they just start they just start they're just like you know they're going oh yeah for i it. guess you're robbing why would you wait in line why would you have that Decency. Well, because some people some people try to do it silently, where oh, like they wait in line, you hand and they a get note to the, to the teller, teller, and they hand them a note that says like, "Don't do That's anything, right. just put all the money in the bank." Right. You know, type I of will stuff say it's like that. Always, if anyone's, and I'm I'm not trying to encourage this, we don't endorse this as a podcast, but I will say if you're going to hand a note to someone, teller's always better because he can't talk. That's true. Pin's going to like yeah. you look yeah, down. Your, you're not holding like, a gun uh, anymore. It's like uh, a Snickers ice cream bar. And if you try to shoot him, he's going to catch the bullet in, in his, his teeth. teeth. Unbelievable. They're just going to be yeah. like, and wait a minute. And then explain to the cops yeah. when you show up how you did the bank robbery. And then- oh, I love it. Yeah. David Splain slide a note that was like, I just robbed your bank. And then that's it. Like, what do you mean? And the safe is empty? That's a pen and teller. It's already gone. Speaking of, we just said the, that thing. I think, in my opinion, one of my favorite bank robbery movies of all time is Inside Man. So good. Clive Owen, Denzel Washington. Spike Lee. Spike Lee directed. Jodie Foster uh who uh god who's the who's the old guy who is the guy who he steals the box from oh god what's his name mm, but very good very good reveal. i think it's an incredible thriller of a movie i think it's just so well done and so well crafted in the sense of like oh my god this is an amazing way to rob a bank i remember seeing the dark knight at imax at navy pier the day it came out and being like this is the coolest scene that when they bust, it's literally the opening scene of the movie. Yeah. I think I was with you. I think we went to that. Yeah. That was the one they filmed in Chicago, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So I was working in a building and I stood in our cafeteria and watched the helicopter, like watched them film that. Oh, sick. That's it amazing. Was pretty nice. cool. Nice. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. Was it a helicopter with a safe attached? Is that what they did? Or No, uh, that was, I'm sure no, they put there was that something in later. later on. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It was fun to be like they're they're very organized, uh, precision uh, based, getting it all done, and then as they're making progress, one of the clowns kills another clown. So it's just like, what is going on? And then finally, the last clown takes off their head, and it's yeah. Spoiler alert: if you haven't seen yeah. 
one of the best. Movies I was I was trying I was trying to think of the last movie I saw on opening day, and it was actually like I think Scary Movie Three. <laughs> of course, it's a. But you've never movie. seen of like course. an actual horror movie. You've just Scream, seen a Scary Movie Trilogy, and you broke your own rule of seeing trilogies by seeing Scary Movie Three. I see spoof. Trilogies. I love the spoof loophole. I love the spoof loophole. They say that in there. Scary Movie 3. It's it's a little kid. It's like The Sixth Sense, and he says, I see spoof. <laughs> um, Pat, it has now come to the time that we've all been waiting for. Yep. Yes. Uh, my take on Rob's word patch. Yes. So my take on the word patch is my name is Pat. So... <laughs> I have a little part in that word, and yep. you remove the C like you do in Bush, like Adelhad, mm-hmm. and then like a do whoops, some, oops situation. Yeah, do something with the H, and oh. then you have huh. have that. So okay, that's my take on that. that's what I wrote down, and that's all I have. So what's, worth the, I gotta say, worth, worth the wait, buddy, worth the wait. And now what's you your word? You can say right back at right patcha, right, right back right at patcha, right patcha, right patcha. <laughs> that sounds like something Jim Carrey would scream. Right patcha, yeah, yeah, exactly. And now, Pat, we would love to hear what word you have brought Please. today to the podcast. And don't let it be like little pissy pants or something. Come on, man. <laughs> right. So just to recap, as, right. I, as, I, <laughs> as, right. as I would do if I was asked to host a show, is I would recap uh-huh. the Please. previous three words before we got <laughs> to the last word. So mm-hmm. we had, yeah, sure. So we had Bush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had Iceman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think it, after Bush, it was. Yeah, it was Iceman. It was Iceman. Oh, oh no, it was Obama. You're right. <laughs> Clinton. We moved on to Patch. And then, mm-hmm. finally, my word as the guest is primo. Ooh, primo. Ooh. Well, I think of Louis primo prima. Ballerina. Yeah. <laughs> I like that hey, word. Hey, that's Wha- a primo ballerina. <laughs> well, it sounds like an, a mobster nickname for sure. Like you it makes me primo think of Louis today? Prima. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. or Louis Big Primo. Time. But yeah, like, yeah, you see Primo around today? Uh, also, Keith Primo, hockey player, Detroit Red Wings, mm. uh, and his brother Wayne. They might not have been brothers, but they both had the same last name. Primos. You ever good, think you get like word. a Primo deal? Twenty five percent off two cars. Yeah, we just t- yeah we just thought we get twenty five yeah twenty five percent off at a car dealership. Yeah, you went to Primo's a, dealership. Oh. We're looking for a Primo deal. Oh, Primo's dealership is a great name for a car dealership. That's fantastic. Aren't all car dealerships by the owner's last name? So Typically, yeah. So the Typically, ho- yeah. That, I bet you anything, Rob, that hockey player you said owns a car dealership in whatever town he, he played hockey He in. should. I mean, it's like, P- it's like French Canadians. It's like P-R-I-M-E-A-U. But that would be great. I love seeing it. Yeah, is Frankie Primo in? I'm here to get a Cadillac. Like, it's got to be a Cadillac like, dealership, right? I had to look it up because I was just, I had to know. Because I feel like it's a word I've heard a lot, but like I don't actually know what the actual definition is. And the definition is the leading or upper part in a duet. Oh, I didn't know. What's that. the supporting part in a duet? I thought called? it meant like tops. Like, I think it's like, like an opera. Like I think time. it's like an opera thing or like a you know a oh. duet with a man and a woman. And that's not the definition I was going for. I was going for the adjective of like top quality or like yeah 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 yeah. But like, I would say primo is premium, but I don't know if then primo in that sense, is an actual word. I think it is. Well, yeah, I mean, it's definitely become a word, even if it's not. It's become a word, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it, that it, it it doesn't break the rule because it is an actual word, but I know it the way you're thinking of it, but yes. Hey, guys, I just got a, uh, I just got <laughs> a case of spaghetti from Amazon Primo. It was really good. 
<laughs> we just get Italian goods hey, from Amazon oh, Primo. It'll get there in two days, or it won't. Or what it won't. the fuck are you going to do about it? Hey, let me ask you something. What the fuck was wrong with that t-shirt I sent you? Huh? You can't return. Return? Oh my God. You insult me with this? You insult 85-inch TV for $10? It fell off the back of a truck. <laughs> it's not pri- Primo Days is off the back of the truck. All right, so Pat, we have a recurring segment on the show that is uh, we do a Sebastian Maniscalco-off. Um, yes, the, our... the Russian comedian. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in Soviet Russia, the pasta tastes like shit. So, uh, so you know what I mean, though. So, I would like to just hear a quick, quick, you know, two sentences from uh, everyone about uh, Sebastian Maniscal, whatever the fuck his name is, Maniscalco, Maniscalco. Uh, of him just just logging on to Amazon for the first time. Yeah, right. What, what is this? All right, uh, guy. She said to get shampoo. Uh, I don't know. Wait, what do you do here? You got it. All right, uh, shampoo. What is this? Pert Plus, Pantene, Prell. What the fuck? It was all the peas. I want a shampoo that doesn't start with P. I don't want to put P on my head. That's mine. You telling me? My wife. She told me. She goes go to Amazon. I go. You want me to buy a fucking computer from a river? I went online. I was trying to get some batteries. And I saw they had an option. Subscribe and save. I turned into Harry Carey there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll lean into it. Subscribe and save. I'm paying more. I'm not saving. Play ball. Sebastian. <laughs> I, uh, Patty, do you? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you guys are going for. Right. Hey, I, ah, uh, I, I, um, I want to just go on and order a movie to watch with my wife, and I don't even go to fucking a Fandango. Fandango. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to fucking Prime. Ooh, I thought of a play on words for Fandango, but I can't say it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, uh, once again, Patty, another fantastic round, fantastic, of, fantastic uh, of Sebastian Maniscalco or whatever the fuck uh, his name is, Fandango Unchained, Fandango Unchained, <laughs> man, oh god, that was great. What a fun recurring segment. Yeah, um, but what, yeah, a fun, I, what a fun Dango time that was. But Primo really is. It's just like another. It's kind of almost. It's kind of fun to say that instead of like this is a prime steak. Like this is a Primo steak. It's kind of a fun. Rob, I gotta say, as soon as you said that. Mm-hmm. This goes with Primo, right? The big okie dokie sign. Oh, the big okie dokie. Yeah. Like a waiter walks by, it's like, how's the Primo? Primo. Primo. Like, yeah. But now, does that mean like Trump stuff? Like that means. Oh, like that is like a, that's a something. Yeah. That people say. Yeah. It's like now you're part. It used to be like if you saw, you saw this and if you're a yes. dude, you'd tap you someone in the balls. Yeah. Tap them in the balls. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 For those who aren't, can't see because it's a podcast, it's the okay sign. But upside it's, down. it's upside, take, down. Upside, upside down. Upside down was a game. The, but this means, uh, I think when you do this, it means the three percenters. Oh, that yeah, that's rough. I, that's, that, that's the bad one. That's, that's, uh, that's what you don't do. And that's what, yeah, a lot of. So we can't do that to, we can't do that to waiters anymore, Brett? You're just going to whistle over to them? <laughs> yeah. Dog whistle over. Your check, please, sign. I, I just whistle to them across the, across the restaurant, two fingers in. Two digits. <laughs> Digitally. <laughs> I finger bank them. Patty, now's the time of the show where, and we, we've done this with every guest, so don't, um, don't think we're picking on you, where we just check in and we ask you, 
What'd you think? Did you have a good time? Yeah, I really, I really did have a good time. I um, still can't tell. Um, was really concerned about like getting the technical stuff figured out. You guys are, sure. you know, way more. Bringing one word, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It's, it's, a, it's a Sisyphean yeah, task. Real, yeah, it's a real it's tough tricky. one. It's tricky. Um, but yeah, you got you guys have done this a bunch of times, so I know you have all your microphones set up. Um, mine was a work in progress, but we I think we figured out. I, I did. Go, best of luck to your editor. Um, <laughs> and uh, but I would love to uh, maybe in the future have you on something I ever try to do. Huh. Yeah, if you ever yeah. accidentally become a yeah, when somebody offers you, you somebody offers to be, down the line, to be the if host, someone offers of, you a host a podcast job, you know who to call. You call us. We'll, we're going to be getting we'll, emails like, "Who is this guy? I want to offer him a podcast." Yeah, yeah. And uh, Patty, one more thing: you have ten seconds to tell us any improvements you'd make on the podcast. Oh, these are going to be real. And we edited those out because uh, yeah. they were too harsh. I mean, I tell you right now, Pat, you you have a podcast already in the making where you just talk about the spoof versions of movies, and I think a lot of people spoof would maybe truth. listen to that spoofing around or spoofing on yeah. what you all do. I could just like do like a kind of a parody <laughs> podcast of like, oh yeah, where you just oh come the, t- with the three turd association. <laughs> oh, like the hot shots to the Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to confuse anyone though. Turd Association. Who said that? Rob said I that. Did. Yeah, that's yeah. a good. That's a good. That's very good. And, uh, Turd ass. Cut, cut that out. So, cut that out so I can actually use it and then pretend I, I came up with it. <laughs> I mean, the theme song is already easy. I mean, you just you wait. Just, wait, you, you guys know? have a theme song? Yeah. Yeah. Hear that? Surprised? We're who's podcast? Describe uh, before we go. Yeah, describe to me the theme song, or sing it to me, or like. Well, Arnie Parrott, the fantastic uh, gentleman that he is, recorded a song for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And if uh, you know, in case you ever wanted to do research, and maybe you would have listened to an episode before you know you came on the show, it would have <laughs> opened the episode. You know, I'd say, I'd say it's upbeat. It's fun. I really like it. I think the most the thing that's going to keep me up tonight <laughs> is that Pat thought that he came on. Listen to me say one word. The two of you say one thing. Bush makes me think beans. Bush makes me think president. And then he immediately launches into his word. In his brain, that's what he thought our podcast was. Uh, yeah, he, I thinks think so he thinks so little of us. Yeah, I think I think he thinks podcasts are max five, six minutes. <laughs> you thought you were coming on an Instagram to like reel. NPR. He listens to like, and here's the NPR update for the morning. And he goes, oh, this is a podcast. This is about five, six seconds of uh, yeah. news. We've got to wrap this up before they get to the weather. My word is coin. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's like quarters and dimes. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, my word I brought in. Un- that's truly going to haunt me. Yeah. Do you think we just started with the first letter in the alphabet in the dictionary and then just read words? Is well, the first letter in the alphabet in the dictionary different than the first letter of the alphabet? I don't know. I don't <laughs> you don't know. I, know. I don't even know what I said. <sighs> the first letter of the alphabet in the dictionary. Yeah, I don't know what I said. Well, I know what you wrote on your little notebook, and it seems like you have a little story to share with us, Brett. <laughs> yeah, me? Oh, yeah. Well, I had a little notebook here, and I wrote down you know, what I was thinking about and you know i i mean earlier yes pat did did my job already Hold by re-saying the word oh my god that's like that's Cop- like Zodiac killer you just showed it to me uh but yeah we talked about the bush we talked about the ice man we talked about patch and then pat uh as our guest brought in uh the word primo i thought i were i thought i, t- I said harambe <laughs> no 
Oh, that was your earlier word? They make the best gummy bears. Uh, Patty, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you very much. And you can always email us at twapod at gmail.com and um, give Patty a score honestly, of one to ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, give Patty a score of one to ten. That's fine. We'll forward and him all the emails. <laughs> honestly, see, uh, if you have a favorite spoof movie that maybe we don't know about. Please. Because uh, Pat's, Pat's looking for new spoof movies. Hey, someone gave me a score? What the fuck is this shit? Well, is that is that your reaction that, to reading an email? I thought, oh no, that's my uh, scal basket dally or whatever. <laughs> scal basket dally. Scal basket dally. <laughs> Guys, we're passing the scal basket dally. Does anyone want a sandwich or uh, some? I had a scal basket dally earlier. Bread? Sorry. Oh, he works at the Munkinos, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening. The Word Association is Brett Lyons, Adel Rafai, and Rob White. The Word Association theme song was written and performed by Arnie Parrott. Editing was done by me, Julia W.D. Harrison. If you'd like to send a word or two along, please email the show at twapod at gmail.com. Patty, do you know about Tillicum? Harambe, I know a ton about.